0: Hello and welcome to Brainy Podcast, looking at creativity and innovation and with a wonderful mix of neuroscience thrown in. So neuroscience that's bringing new answers and direction to how we grow. So I'm Sarah Shaw and my co-partner in Crime of Creativity is Tracy Fuller and we're connected by our passion for understanding what makes people tick or as Ruby Wax says, what's going on with our mothership.
1: Well, welcome to the very first podcast from Brainy Podcast. We can't tell you how excited we are that we've actually got this to happen, get recorded and get out there for you to listen to. The focus of our conversation is all around the latest neuroscience evidence so that the discussion will give you lots of information about how our brain works and that we are all neurodiverse there's a lot of discussion about diversity with the brain our starting point is that we are all neurodiverse and we'll be joined in each episode by different guests that bring their perspective on creativity and innovation which is what we've chosen to do our first series on and today is no exception our first episode we'll be looking at what is creativity and yeah we are joined today by Ian Edwards. Hello there how are you?
0: Wonderful, very delighted to see you. So, Soraya um, speaking here. So, I want to introduce Ian, because I've known Ian for quite a while. We kind of grew up together in the creative industries a long time ago. So, Ian has a wonderful span of creativity. He does actually have a kind of very disorganised, organised creative brain. But Ian started in fashion design, he then moved into dance. He then did film and TV, and then aviation. He was a first-class worldwide cabin crew Ian would say that he's not neurotypical at all. and We've had some wonderful debates about how people like to put themselves in a box about whether I'm this or I'm that. Ian would say he is neurodiverse and he is ADHD. But actually, that brings such a richness to who you are and a different way of looking at life, which is what we need as we move forward into this very new world of tech that we're all experiencing.
1: He describes himself as a founder and well-being warrior, which I just think is the best job title in the world.
0: So, Ian, what is creativity and what's being a warrior?
1: <laughs> that's, that's a brilliant word in itself. Brace yourself.
2: The question, what is creativity? I, gosh, I ask myself that quite a lot, to be honest with you. There is so many layers to it. And I think a good example of that, and I've just mentioned the fact that I kind of label myself to a certain degree you with know, ADHD and there is neurodiversity and that kind of stuff. But I try and get rid of that label and I just say to myself that I have a creative brain. And um, a creative brain is one that essentially is always looking for solutions to create a better way of living and working. And I've kind of navigated, as you can hear, as you've heard from Saraya's intro there, quite a scenic route <laughs> with regards to my career path. And Part of it has been a conscious thing and part of it I think has been a subconscious thing because I think there's been a bit of a chat between my brain and my soul. I'm always looking for different experiences to kind of challenge the way of doing things or how I perceive things or how I see things. Creativity started for me way, way back in the day. I was kind of discovered that I was quite good at art. Now, that in itself is uh, what most people I talk to associate creativity as being. Uh, linked to. So it's a bit like, uh, oh, I'm not creative, I can't draw. I'm like, well, that's not really what it's all about. But we are kind of told from a very early age that, you know, we are boxed already at, at, at certain, you know, at school, for example. So there's an art class, there's that class, there's that class. So if you're good at art, you do that, and you can do that, whatever. Broader brush strokes excuse the pun. It's all about creating solutions and it's about challenging the norm. And if something's not working, so how do we make that work? I mean, the biggest thing at the moment is like, don't work harder, work smarter. So that in itself is like, how do we make ourselves more efficient more streamlined? How do we use our brains more effectively?
1: Something you said really lured me back to a quote I've got, which I think really captures a lot of what you've just been saying. And it's from Steve Jobs, uh, the founder or co-founder of Apple. Creativity is just connecting things. When you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it. They just saw something and it seemed obvious to them after a while.
2: And that is the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when people put things into a sentence. I can't, as you probably noticed.
0: Do you see things in pictures or do you think see things in words?
2: I see things in pictures. I'm a visual processor. So how I learn is visually. And also, I don't uh, do so well when I'm kind of um, reading stuff, but if I listen and I can pick stuff up, uh, that's uh, listen and see, Yes. Yeah. So for me, creativity is just in my, it's in my DNA. There's a fabulous TED talk by Sir Ken Robinson about do schools yeah. kill creativity, Brilliant. which is, I think, I was, it was passed to me about five years ago. Every now and then I'll watch it again, just to remind myself of how it is actually okay to think as I think, mm-hmm. and it's okay to process as I uh, process stuff. And that's where we talk about the neurodiversity, which you've mentioned before, is that everyone is going to have a different perception. of you put someone in, I'm gonna come back to the art class. You put someone in an art class, everyone is gonna perceive what they see differently. The colors, the, uh, the lines, the shading, the shadows, everything, which in that space, that safe space is really nurtured.
0: What I'm hearing from you is it's this permission thing, isn't it? It's yeah. permission to go, actually, I'm gonna explore things in a different way confidence I can do it you know you said you were shy but you had the confidence to kind of become more self-aware and find yourself and give yourself permission to do it as you said making those not mistakes because you they're not they're learning points yeah for you now to get to this point and go actually I'm a well-being warrior and I've got a purpose it's a process that you have to go through
2: you have to we have to or the individual has to go through it I will say every time that I use the marathon running as a reference point, but people talk about doing it, but you know, on paper, everything looks really easy. Little numbers, 21 miles, 22 miles, whatever. But it's only when you do it and you experience it, you can then feel it. And then from that, you then change as a person and then you move into your next level of personal growth. It starts with just giving permission to say, okay, well, if you're not very good at that, then let's really focus on your strengths there because that's gonna carry you through life. It might make you different. It might make you not popular. But actually, that could be life-changing. You could come up with a life-changing solution that no one's thought about before. Rather than say, nope, you're going to do this, 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 and this because that's how we've always done it, then do what you've always done. You'll get what you've always got, a standard thing, uh, which Einstein had said that, I think. Yeah, it
1: it was. It's interesting that as you're describing creativity, it's very verb-like. It's about what we do. Whereas actually it's described as it's a word that's a static noun. It it could mean anything, a bit like chair. If I asked you to think of a chair, it could be an armchair. It could be an office chair. And they're both right. So don't we want to just change how people connect with the words so that they see it as possibility? When you said just try it, it's like there's that fear, isn't there, of just not being good enough. But also,
0: Tracy, to that point, who have you got to be good enough for? What is this construct of good enough? What what, I don't know what it looks like, what it feels like, what it is. That That's just a a barrier we put in our brain and the society wants to control us by, as opposed to, well, what does it mean? I don't know.
2: There's been real moments of, uh, again, using words like anxiety and depression, which again are prevalent at the moment. I mean, that's been part of my life force. So the anxiety has been a force to kind of move forward or either fit in, try and fit in or do this, whatever. But then there's been moments with a lower mood where I've been reflective and like, okay, well, how do I, how do I fix this? So There's been a real narrative going on in the brain. For example, you know, you come off social media, which I've done for a couple of years. No one actually cares whether you're on it or not. What you present is, might be useful, but life goes on. The creativity, you're right. Some, some people like to have, it's like a brand, isn't it, I suppose? People like to have some safety or familiarity in a word because also creativity is a feeling. well so when i dance it's a feeling and that in itself if it's a good feeling then that's going to move momentum and then if you find other people who connect with that feeling that's an epic feeling so i suppose that's also why i've come to the point where i am now where you know the, the projects i'm working on which is about creativity and movement as catalysts for positive change for well-being anxiety for example i call it a power surge in my body Oh, and if I feel I one coming that. on, I'll sit there and I'll just go, right. Okay. It's happening. I feel it's happening. So, and then I have a process by which I redirect that energy because it's an energy source, which is not being utilized in the correct way, but I've had to work through that and I've had to sit uncomfortably with that, which itself has been a process. So again, creatively, I suppose, I've had to think about how do I feel better? Cause at the moment I feel plugged in uh, to a 10,000 volts, socket i'm like all right um and then of course you know it passes and then you learn from that and when it happens again whatever and it gets easier and easier never goes away there's always be something just when you think (laughs) you're safe in the water the jaws music starts and then it's like oh here it comes i'm like yeah
1: yeah i know what you're going to do so you know let's move on when you talked about it's a feeling it's not just knowing it's a feeling i wonder if Saraya, we use a lot. I know I lean into somatics when I'm coaching because it's allowing people to connect with their thoughts as well as their emotions. And that's what you described in the creation of ideas and developing something into something. Yeah. What's going on in our brain then, Soraya, when creativity is at play? Uh, No, I
0: really like the way you put it at play
1: because what's been going through my brain
0: all the time that we talk about this is people think it's all logical and actually we're not logical, we're emotional creatures. So when you talked about feelings, Ian, of what you feel inside, that's the magic of creativity because you're allowing your brain to to actually, what you're saying is you're allowing it to be in flow, you're allowing it to feel secure, you're allowing it to make all these wonderful connections. And there's that whole fallacy about left brain, right brain, which is one of those wonderful neuro myths. Your brain does talk to each other across it. But to be creative, you have to have, and it's something that you and I have talked about, Tracy, you've got to start with a question. And so when you it's like being, you know, you're brought up with a brief and when you're a creative, they're always checking in on that brief. So you're always dancing between the task, the doing and and the rational bit and then the creating bit. You know, that's where the curiosity in your brain, the networks that you've made, the ideas, the things that you've seen, they all come together in your subconscious to create this wonderful world for you and what that means to you. And that's where creativity is so individualistic to our point about everybody's neurodiverse, but all completely different. So therefore the ideas that we'll have, the ideation and the innovation and and the creative conversations. But it's a wonderful melange in a way going on in your head that's creating creativity.
1: And the other thing I was going to tap into is daydreaming because this is something else we used to get told off at school about and it's often where we have our creative flow happening
0: there's a book it's it's thinking fast and thinking slow daniel kleineman and it's a theory he has that we either think very fast or we think quite slow so i think about when you look at a bird and you, the bird is really focused on eating the nuts, and it, it, it's it's as though it's not seeing or, or or thinking or hearing anything else around it. It's that's its uh, that's kind of a default mode network, and I'll talk about that in a second. It's just focused. But the moment a cat comes or a ris- rustle comes or anything, it's flown, it's gone, because its logical brain, it, its um, fast thinking brain, is working for it. So it's a very interesting way, I think, to think about creativity. So. With, with our brains, we were told off for daydreaming and that's your default mode network, which is just where you, the brain, you put things together, you just mull things over. It's a beautiful place to be, it's a lovely place to be, as opposed to task, which is your prefrontal cortex, really, in most of the cortex, where you just talk to do, 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 do. That's all you do is you just do. And so if people don't allow themselves that kind of um, even if it's to do mindfulness or or take a lovely walk or uh, do some yoga whatever it might be we need that chance to rest and let everything come together in its own way and connect things for us so which we talk about you know every day you should probably have a 10 minute 15 minute rest at work because you're letting your brain really recharge and that's when you're you're going to get your best thinking and your best ideas to come from
1: so how do we expand it? Because we know that every time we solve a problem, we create new neurons and new pathways in our brain. How do we encourage us to do more of that? How can we keep expanding and connecting? It's just
0: taking some self-time, being curious, looking around you, listening to music, painting. So that's, that's a typical creative thing, but maybe it's mending a bike or maybe it's just knocking a piece of wood together with a nail, anything that just makes you stop and lets your brain discover new things and be curious about new things. Because you may see things in your day which probably don't register, but subconsciously they're, they're taken in. And you can, you can bet yourself that, Ian, you probably do this all the time, it comes thrown out as an idea and you go, where did I get that bit from? I don't know, oh, oh yeah, I kind of, and, and it's always making those connections all the time subconsciously. For me, the key word here is
1: curiosity so the curiosity drives that but basically the more new things we experience and expose ourselves to the greater that curiosity is likely to grow and therefore our brain is going to be healthier and utilize more of it
0: and I think you probably trust yourself more if you if you understand that curiosity is okay it's a good thing to do to nurture especially in children as long as it's safe we we all as parents we all know that so your point if you don't mind me saying about anxiety that you were talking about Ian and you were talking about that it's a power surge it's energy we are made of energy that's all we are we are energy people and so you have a choice about anxiety or anything like that it's the story you create in your head that that's how creative we naturally are we will say oh I know this something bad is going to happen I've, I can feel it in my bones I know it's gonna happen you'll be damn right it'll happen because you've directed your brain to do that so wherever you want to place your anxiety or pressure, you have you stress, which is good stress, or, or distress, which is neg- not negative because you you need it to survive. But you have a truce about which way you go. So that, that again is something that we need to. I think you know, the more people realise that, the more power that they realise they have. They can. It's up to them how they direct their energy.
2: We've talked in, in depth about how the, the brain works, and you've simplified it. You've gone through the work. You both of you have with your, your process of coaching and your life journey to get to this point of understanding. So you're simplifying it for everyone else to then understand it because there's loads of noise out there. So you've done the work. To have something which can then back up what I'm trying to say about certain things within my project, it's, it's the ripple effect from that as well. But this process has been, uh, again, I, I will take this now today as uh, part of uh, an extraordinary process in my learning and uh, experience because I've never done this before and
1: uh nor have you know, I no no, no
2: but this is but this is the the joy of no it's just doing it and this is it action over perfection
0: but isn't it also something else which I think is wonderful it's trust that we can put yeah. uh, all put ourselves in this situation we're not quite sure we know how we're doing it why we're doing it what we're doing it who with but you're trusting the whole process trusting the people you're with that's to create right. something very different. You
1: know, yeah, and sometimes yeah. the stories that we tell ourselves aren't ours. There, are what other people have told us are our story. Right,
2: yeah. Choose what you consume, as in, as in uh, you know, online. And there is a lot of negativity. Do as much as you possibly can that's going to feed your brain with the right messages, depending on what you want to do. So if you're going to do a run, if you're going to do a marathon, talk to other people that have done it your network is as important and what you, what you consume, but we are a a
1: few episodes away, but episode five, we're actually going to be looking at what blocks creativity. So I think some of the things you've started to tap into there are really going to uh, come out in that discussion. Just one last thing that jumped out right at the beginning, you said about the brain and the soul. And I just thought that was beautiful because we've talked a lot about how the brain connects, but the mind and the body is, is crucial to it's your biggest guide and how many times do we say we should have listened to ourselves you know that gut feeling that second that that vagus of that second brain why are we not listening to it why are we not being guided by it
0: but it's because people tell you not to trust your intuition that your intuition has got no logic and data behind it so don't trust it kids are it's it's pushed out of them
2: Mm, it is there's magic there is pure magic what happens when you get um you know, uh, a link between the brain, well, I'd say mind, body, and soul. I know that's kind of uh, used quite a lot as well. But when, when they all match up and they're all singing the same song, God, it's like nothing else. And you can find that in the simplest of things, but you've got to look for it and filter through the noise. And that can, that takes creative thinking on another level, because you've got to really trust yourself and go, yep, yeah, it might make me stand out as being someone different but I'm going to trust this because it makes me feel well. And I think to have just one more well person on the planet is a good thing.
1: I completely yeah. agree with that. What a lovely way to end. Next week, we've really le- lent into the topic for next week because it does connect very closely with what is creativity. We're looking at who's creative, which we've already started with that gambit of everybody. And I think we've started to look at that already In this episode but we'll be digging around a bit deeper on that one to hopefully just like you've described about one better person on the planet if we can reach out to people that once thought they weren't creative and change their mind about that that's our intention for episode two so hopefully we've done enough today to entice you to come back and listen to more
0: our guest next week is the lovely Carl Elwood, who runs a wine company. It's the Leaders Wine Club. But what's fascinating about him is he works with so many different people that he can actually notice and and recognise the different creativity in all its different forms. So I'm really really looking forward to having that. I tra- think Tracy will have a really good conversation. With yeah, him.
1: looking forward uh, to no that.
0: Wine. Yeah, oh. thank you so much. It's been wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. My
2: pleasure. It's been loads of fun. Yeah, yeah. it's been nice, yeah. To, uh, nice to chat. Thank you for this opportunity to talk about the project I'm working, which is running with the idea, which is what I've kind of touched on before about creativity and movement. Hopefully that's going to start it a little bit of a It beautifully.
1: It sounds wonderful.
2: Yeah. you. I could I mean, listen
1: to you all day, genuinely.
2: That's very kind. Whatever you do in the next few episodes, I think if uh, it even starts one positive narrative that makes them a better person that then makes the next person a better person absolutely awesome
0: it's like the butterfly wings isn't it if you started something the flapping just the current the wind is going to change it onto somebody else
1: yeah and so that's given us the encouragement for the wings to go a bit more outstretched actually and go come on then we've got some flight going on here (sighs) it's exciting
2: Cabin crew doors to automatic and (laughs) (laughs) cross-check.
1: You want to know more about what's going on with Brainy Podcasts, packed with how-tos and general resources, go to our website, brainycast.com.